Welcome to another edition of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. This is Lawrence Coletti, and we're recording from the Clio Cloud Conference here in Nashville, Tennessee. It's a beautiful day. The sun is out. I have one of my great friends uh, from the Legal Tech space, Kristen Tyler. Welcome to the show. Hey, Lawrence. Hello. Hello. It's been a while. You know, of course, yeah. I, Kristen's from Law Clerk, and uh, we have a special episode today. We're going to be talking about hiring, but thank you so much for stopping by. How'd your presentation go? My pleasure. I think it went well. I didn't see anyone asleep, and they That's all took time. my handout that I gave them, so I'm going to count that as a win. That is yeah. definitely a win. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about hiring today, and I know that's all the craze, and uh, there's been this great resignation that's been going on across the country yeah. as of late, and I know that the legal profession has been kind of in front of that. There's some uh, inflationary pressures, some additional costs on the legal profession, and I think, and I was reading your slides, um, I think for the first time just recently, the CPI, the Inflation Index, CPI, Consumer Price Index, has exceeded the lawyer yield uh, on their um, on their billable hours. So that's interesting, putting some pressure Definitely, on the industry. Yeah. You know, for the last 20 years, lawyers' earnings have outpaced inflation. We've, we're very used to beating inflation, and that has come to a halt in the last year. And even lawyers are feeling the pressure of inflation and needing to find a few more bucks than revenue every month to pay for those normal expenses. That costs more now, too. Absolutely. And, you know, this is so important because there's a lot of people out there that just because there's a, you know, there was a global pandemic, just because there's some global uh, instability, yeah. and just because there's, uh, you know, there's inflationary pressures does not mean mm -hmm. that their firm does not need to hire. That's right. So that's what we want to talk about today is hiring. And so let's start with this question. I, and I know, because I talk with a fair amount of people, I, I work out of a WeWork just for fun. And, uh, you know, there's there's people out there, not just lawyers, but they're looking to hire. But I want to focus on the lawyer aspect of that. They've got a small firm, maybe it's a mid-sized firm. Every expense matters. They know they need help. Uh, they're feeling the pressure. They know they need to hire, but they're just not there. What can you tell them? Sure. So what I can tell them is, you know, if you're an attorney and you're working way more hours than you want, you're working more days than you want, than you want. And there was some interesting data about that in the Clio Legal Trends report that just came out about how many days a week and how many hours lawyers are working. But, you know, those are all things that um, show your dedication to your client, but they also are placing you at high risk for burnout. And so you really owe it to not only yourself, but your clients to get the help you need to avoid burnout and keep doing excellent work. Um, you know, those are the classic signs that you need to hire. And yeah, you're right. A lot of lawyers delay it because they know that the traditional way of hiring takes a long time. And it's really expensive when you get into all of those factors. And I know, I, hopefully we'll go through that, but that's why they put it off. But they're overlooking the fact that hiring, especially hiring another lawyer, will make your firm more money. And so, uh, you know, that's something we love to work through with folks is to show the impact it can have on the bottom line. It should make you money. It should make your life easier. And you just got to take the plunge. Okay, so let's talk about that timeline because I know it's different whether you're getting a contract versus a full-time person. So just to help everybody manage expectations, we need somebody, but we got to do it right. How long do you expect it to take? Sure. So with traditional law firm hiring, you know, if you're hiring an entry-level new associate, that happens twice a year after the bar exam, you know, typically. Maybe they're clerking for you in the meantime, but a new attorney, you're going to see a big hiring rush uh, that can start in the fall and then a smaller one in the spring. If you're looking at lateral hires, maybe you're hiring a fifth year associate from another firm in your market, that can take anywhere from three to 12 months. It kind of just depends on the process, but it's it's a major time commitment. A lot of meetings or on-campus interviews also takes a long time. Now, 
traditional in office, you know, there's a lot of firms that need that help and that's fine, but a lot of attorneys are moving to either a fully remote outsourced workforce or some sort of a hybrid mix. When you're looking at outsourced options, you know, you could get work going for a simple project within hours, if not minutes. Um, and with ongoing outsourced work, like a, you know, a set number of hours every month, a subscription, you can find that type of talent typically within days. Uh, maybe weeks, but days, not months. And so it's a lot faster to find talent and to find generally a higher caliber of talent than you may be able to find in your limited local market. Well, and just uh, making that uh, transition over. So let's say you, you find a contractor that you like a lot and it's like, you know, you came here pretty quick and you're doing some really great work. You helped us out in a pinch and we've got more work. Uh, we think about working for us full time. So is that a pretty easy chasm to cross when you get there? If you like somebody is like, hey, listen, yeah. I really like you'd be here full time. Absolutely. And, you know, in our my world, which is primarily outsourcing, that's a huge success story. We see that all the time. We see some people that they try out outsourcing and in a way it's a good thing that you can like try it before you buy it. You can see how That's you true. work together. You can see their skill level, uh, their work ethic. And then if it works out, fantastic. You know, our company offers a buyout option if you want to bring someone on full time. But we also have a number of law firms around the country that are just working with a remote associate in an ongoing outsourced basis uh, full time indefinitely. I can think of one attorney in California. He's got a full time, probably more like 200 hours a month, uh, remote associate who's in Maryland. And they've worked through our company for coming up on three years now. Another guy just saw here at the Clio conference. He's a local a family law attorney here in Nashville. He's worked with the same person in a part-time basis for over two years now. So, you know, you don't necessarily have to bring them onto your payroll because doing so is going to trigger a lot of other expenses that you may not be thinking about. Well, let's talk about those. So uh, if you're pressing towards full-time, pressing towards brand. And there's obviously some uh, ethics code stuff, the rules of professional conduct reasons to bring someone into the fold, uh, helps you with conflict checks and things like that, and a lot of different reasons. But you want to bring someone on full-time just to manage, again, expectations. What kind of expenses should the newbie hire, the newbie employer that wants to get a new employee in, what should they be thinking about? Sure, sure. So there's a lot of data out there about attorney earnings. Uh, the ABA put out some data that said the median salary for a lawyer uh, was $127,990. So, Is that nationwide? Uh, that was a nationwide, okay. all practice areas, all experience levels. So that's a pretty, you know, rough number, but you know, you can quickly figure out what the going rate is in, in your market. And chances are the going rate has probably gone up at least 10% in the last year. Uh, you know, in the opening keynote yesterday, Jack at Clio was talking about the war for legal talent. And there's headlines about that all the time. Yes, mainly at the big law level, but it does trickle down. So salaries are up and associates know that. Associates have a lot of power in this market. And uh, I just was talking to a guy earlier. He said uh, his couple of associates that work for him came to him together and demanded a 25% raise. And he wow. was like, I'm not going to have a firm left if I'm paying them that much. So it's a really interesting hiring market. But okay, so you've got, when you're looking at the traditional method of hiring, of course you're looking at their salary. You also have to look at their benefits. Um, you know, are you doing an, a 401k match, health insurance, uh, disability insurance? Are you paying for their CLEs, their bar dues? Um, of course, you've got office space if you are having them be there in an office and equipment. And a lot of attorneys are now expecting the firm to foot the bill, not only for their brick and mortar office space, but also to properly furnish their home working environment with the right equipment. You know, so you're looking at a printer both place and a scanner and all these things. So um, if you're not sure how to tally up the cost of all those items of overhead, a good rule of thumb is to estimate that whatever salary you're paying, 
you're going to be paying probably another 30 to 40% wow. of that salary for the total overhead benefits package. That, I mean, that's really good, uh, that, you know, factor to, to consider there, just the additional costs. And, you know, it's like uh, going in and buying a car and you get all those like surprise uh, yeah. charges on there. So you don't yeah. want to do that. But yeah. uh, well, let's talk, uh, let's get back to some of those uh, those conditions within the legal profession. And we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, the, the associate salaries coming up. We talked a little bit about the great resignation and uh, which I call the big lateral. Uh, but uh, the employees are asking for remote options, uh, flexible hours. The, um, you know, it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a tough time to be an employer right now. So why don't we kind of build on that just to help employers cross that gap? Sure. So what we're finding and what we're seeing with the the law firms we're working with is that number one, there's a lot of great talent out there. So don't think that there's not talent. There is talent, but the talent wants something different than past generations of lawyers have wanted. They want the things you've mentioned. Uh, if not to fully work remote, the option to be hybrid. They um, want flexible hours. They want, a lot of them don't want to work 50 hours a week. They want to work 20 hours a week or 30 hours a week. And the thing is, is if you can create a, you know, a unique model that matches your firm's needs with what your talent wants, you're going to attract them and you're going to keep them. And in the long run, that's a win. So maybe, yes, maybe ideally you'd like to just hire one attorney to fill a certain role. But because you find two talented lawyers who neither one of them wants to work 50 hours a week, you can split that job into two and still meet your need and, and have a great team. So we're seeing attorneys get really creative to find that talent and draw them into their firm. All right, last question for you. So this is the exact kind of thing you, you all do at Law Clerk, help employers and employees find each other. So tell us about your service and where people can reach you, because I think this is pretty helpful, especially right now in this market. It is, thank you. Yeah, so if you haven't heard of us before, you can find us at lawclerk.legal. And in a nutshell, we help busy attorneys and firms, mostly solo attorneys and smaller firms, connect with our nationwide network of thousands of freelance lawyers. We are in all 50 states, all practice areas, all levels of expertise. Um, we have you know, accumulated and gathered this talent to make it easier for you to find talented freelance lawyers when you need them, whether that's for simple project-based work or if you need someone to help you in an ongoing subscription basis. You know, our goal is really to create a flexible, accessible way for attorneys and law firms to get the help they need so that they don't delay it and put it off until they find themselves in hot water with more work than they can handle. So, uh, you know, our team would love to talk through your needs and help see if, it, if we're a fit for you. And if not, we might know some other resources because there are so many legal outsourcing options out there for attorneys. Um, it's really an exciting time to see how lawyers are getting creative to, to build their firms. And, and related, you know, you, you work with uh, solos out there that are just powering up their brand new solo. They don't have any business at all. And they need to start uh, putting food on the table so they can <laughs> yeah. work with you as well and find work. Absolutely. We are always welcoming more attorneys to join our network of freelancers. There's no fee to sign up. There's no monthly fee. Create a profile, see what's up there. It can be a great, um, you know, gap filler on your resume when you're in between jobs or if you're trying to decide what kind of work you can do. You can try some different types of uh, work on a project basis and see what piques your interest and where you want to go with your legal career. All right. Well, we've reached the end of the road for this episode. We're out of time, but I want to thank Kristen Tyler from Law Clerk for joining us. Thank you so much. Always great to see you. Thank you. And also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. And if you like what you heard today, please give us a positive review in your favorite podcasting app and better yet, recommend the show to a friend. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS, find us on Twitter and Facebook, or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes.
The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.